It's me, Robin, from Half Firm Paranormal and Talking With The Source. Uh, unfortunately, uh, AJ can't be here at the minute. He may pop in uh, through the show, but you're stuck with me. <laughs> uh, also, we have a guest host coming in for half an hour or so. The one and only, the paranormal consultant, Matt Barron will be joining us in just a second. And we also have a fantastic show for you tonight. We have a guy who you will know from the UK's program, TV programme, Most Haunted. He was a medium uh, up until recently on the programme. He obviously still is a medium. He was on the programme for a while. He was a very, very good addition to the programme. And he is a very, very good medium and well-known, well-renowned as well. And he has come on talking with the source tonight to inform us, obviously, of what he's done in the past, let us know a little bit about himself and whatever, and maybe if he's doing anything in the future. But uh, in the meantime, we will just see. He was having a bit of trouble logging in, so I'll just see if he is on. And there's Anthony... How are we doing, brother? How are you? And just see. And here he is. Please welcome, everybody, Chris Conway. Hello, Chris. Hi, hi Robin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a bad start. So, um, oh, hi, Robin. Um, pleased yeah, to be here and to have a chat, to, yeah, yeah, a chance to have a chat with you. Yeah, yeah. I was just basically telling everybody they're, they're going to practically know you. From uh, from most haunted, really, aren't they? Eh, uh, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> if, I've, <laughs> if, if I've watched the show, then yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was it was a good show. Uh, obviously, there was a there was a the sort of the the had certain mediums on at certain times, and I mean, as far as I was concerned, you were always bang on with with everything that you got and stuff. So, you know. Uh, you, you are one of the better ones on there, in my opinion, anyway. Thank, thank you, Robin. That means a lot to me. No, no, de definitely. But do you want to start by uh, telling everybody how you first, the, the normal question, how you first got into the paranormal? Yeah, of course. Um, I've been in the... I'll relocate. I've been communicating. Later. Sorry? Oh, I've been I'm communicating with spirits. Okay, I've been communicating with spirits since I was about seven years of age, and it first became known yeah. that, that I had that gift when I was in. I lived in a just a council estate in Glasgow, and my parents they heard me chatting away to someone in the bedroom. They came through to to see who I was talking to and they weren't very happy that I brought someone in without um, asking them. So what, the, what they've did, what they did is they came through to try and get me into trouble and there was this strange little boy, there was, there was this strange little boy talking to what they thought was nothing. I was looking into the corner and I was having this conversation. So my dad, 
he was he wasn't being totally serious. He was asking who I was talking to, and I told him that I was talking to this old lady and an old man, and I said that the the old man speaks to me, but the old lady just stands and smiles. So my dad asked, "Well, who is the old man?" and Apparently, I gave him this weird name, and I don't know what the name was now. And he just kept going on. He was just winding me up. And I'll, probably about a week later, apparently, he was in our old a neighbour's house, and he was telling her about Chris speak having invisible friends. And he says, Chris being Chris, um, that's quite a weird child, probably. Um, they're old age pensioners. So they're all having a chuckle at this until he mentioned the name. And apparently when he mentioned the name, the old lady's jaw hit the ground because it wasn't the name of the old man that lived in our house before us. It was his nickname. All right. And um, the description that I gave of the lady was spot on. And apparently that's what she used to do. She would never speak. She would just stand beside him as he rabbited on. So from there, they knew that there was something a bit strange about their son. And I was quite lucky because it was taken away from being an invisible friend to suddenly they were thinking, right, OK, this is this is a bit weird. Has he got some sort of gift? And it, because of that, it helped me develop it because it, I think what happens to society, they convince children that it's an invisible friend that they're speaking to. And then what happens is you lose the ability. So I think yeah. I was just lucky. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Before we go any further, I just want to introduce you to Matt Barron there, our paranormal consultant. Matt, that's Hi. Chris Conway from Most Haunted in the UK. Pleasure Hi. to meet Hi, you, Matt. Chris. Pleased to meet you. You're doing well. So Matt, Matt's quite big in the paranormal world in America. So Fantastic. Who have you been talking to? that is your question now (laughs) well actually chris i just want to say i caught um part of the story but i find it really um really great that your family supported you like that um and it's it's really cool because a lot of times when we investigate some people forget to talk to the the kids that are in the homes and you ask about the imaginary friends and stuff like that. So that's really cool. That's really cool. So I don't know where we're at. So I'm just going to wing it. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the script. So no. But um, so you're, I, I hear you're on Most Haunted. So how did that begin? How did that career start for you? Um, it, it came about, it's, I was basically, I was on the new, the local news about I was doing uh, an event. It was, uh, from what I can remember, it was a charity event and the news guys wanted to make a feature of it. So they were doing a bit like Most Haunted. They were they were walking us around and apparently the director of Most Haunted had seen that and I was then on his desk and living at the time wanted a few mediums to come in as guest mediums. So they asked me to come in for three shows. So I said, yeah, of course. Um, I'd done two shows and then they asked me, they asked Living if it would be okay to not have guest mediums, but to have 
a resident medium again. So living, they, they had watched the shows, they'd agreed that that was, that was okay. And I was then offered resident mediumship. So I kind of fell into it, if the truth, if the truth be known. That's awesome. You never, you never know. You never know who's watching or listening in. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. And it, and it, and it goes in your favour as well. But the one yeah. thing I was going to say to you, Chris, was the one, the one I remember watching. I mean, I remember watching, you know, all the ones because at that time, it was before Most Haunted actually sort of went off air for the sort of sabbatical they had. I know they're back on YouTube now, but yeah. <clears throat> There was one in particular, and I'm trying to remember where it was. It was in a. It seemed to me it was like an old castle. Mm -hmm. And and you and it, it started off at the start. You and Yvette went into a a room. It might have been might have been in the actual keep. Went in the like an old room, and mm -hmm. I remember you said as you went in, you were like, you know, like, but there, there's there's someone here. There's someone there, and if I can remember correctly. You may have got something thrown at you quite early on in that as well, and you were you were able to actually communicate with one on each side of the room or something like that. If I remember correctly, I wonder if I wonder if that's Inverary Jail, possibly because I remember when we went when we went to the the jail, um, there was there was two different spirits sort of trying to get my attention. There was one who was a, a murderer. He he committed murder. Um, there was also a young girl or a lady from what I can remember from that one and when I was talking there was like a chain beside the door and we all heard this chain rattle mm. and there was nobody near it um, one thing people do know about me that watch me they know I don't BS I, if, if there's nothing there I'll say there's nothing there but mm. at this particular point there was nobody near this chain and it was behind the camera. So I was actually facing it and this, it rattled right in front of my face. Um, so that was, that was quite a freaky moment because... It's all sound familiar, so it could have been that one. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I'm not knowing for getting scared because I'm a big believer. If you communicate with the dead and you know who's there, it seems a bit strange that they say boo and you jump and run. It's like it's like a human being saying boo to you. You're not going to run. Yeah. So hence why it wasn't very often I was scared. But sometimes I, I got freaked out. And that was one of the times that I got freaked out. Yeah. yeah. It's a fight or flight. And I'm swinging every time, you know. <laughs> but um, so actually, Chris, that actually leads me to a, a question that was actually brought to me a few days ago by one of our uh, friends and brothers. Um, so there's a couple theories out there. I'm sure you're aware of them, that spirits see people very differently than what we see people. Um, do you, like, how do you think the spirits see me? Sorry, the light, sorry, Matt, the, the light is no. really bad. I can't, I can't hear what you're saying. You guys hear me all right? I can hear you. You can hear me? I don't okay. know if it's because I'm on a phone, because my, my, um, camera wouldn't connect, oh. so I, I had to resort to the phone. I don't know if maybe it's the setup. Streamyard is a little finicky when it comes to mobile devices. I don't know why, um, but so we all there's a theory out there that Chris that spirits see us differently than how we see them and we interpret them. 
Um, and there was a question brought up about people who have gifts and abilities like medium sensitive and stuff like that. What is your take on that? Do you, do you think spirits see the mediums differently or? Okay. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> he okay, I'll bring him back in. I scared him. <laughs> <laughs> How are you been, brother? Haven't spoken to you in a, in a minute. You all right? No, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I, I agree with Ray <clears throat> there. You guys need to stop giving me links. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And yeah, I, we've got George Alexander. We've got J.D. Hill. We've got Raymond okay. Newsom. We've got the one and only New Zealander, Johnny, who's who's still drunk from last night, by the way. Lucky. She'll not appreciate me saying that. Lucky. That'll be <laughs> and, me later. We don't mind. Sure. <laughs> and Anthony, uh, he'll be back in again because he's just having connection problems. So no uh, bear with us. No and uh, um, I agree. I agree with Anthony there. What's Matt? I don't know. What is Matt? What is Matt? <laughs> Matt test, is a lifesaver. That's what Matt is. Test test results are still here. We go. <laughs> no, honestly, it's all right. It's a bad line, so it's fine. Can you guys okay? Sorry. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, it's a bit jumpy, but we can hear you. So yeah, I don't know what's happening. I think spirits are playing games. It's yeah, sometimes it's like this. It's not a paranormal podcast without any tech problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, what, what was the question? Sorry. No, you're Matt. fine. You're fine, Chris. You're fine. So we, uh, there's, I don't know if you've heard of these, but there are theories out there in the field that spirits see us differently than how we'll, obviously we see them. Um, but that also includes mediums, sensitives, people with, with gifts and abilities. Do you feel that is legit? Do you think the spirits are seeing um, people with gifts and abilities like beacons with the lights? Um, do you think you know energy signatures have anything to play with that? Or what's your um, Okay, I, if I picked a question up properly from a really, really, really bad line... <laughs> um, are you asking if spirits see us different from how we see them? Yes. Is that the that, question? That and people with gifts and abilities. Right, okay. Um, I think it's diff every spirit is, is very different from, from each other. So it's just like on this, on this plane. Mm. And some spirit don't even know they've passed on. Like, for example, I was doing a paranormal investigation at the weekend there, um, just in, in Nottinghamshire, and we were communicating with four men, and with these four men, they had been plotting something. So they were very secretive, but the thing with them was they got killed when they were trying to do the mission that they were plotting, and the death was so quick, they didn't actually realise that they were dead. Mm. So what, what was happening was we, we were doing a, a Ouija board with them and they were actually telling me when I was communicating with them that they were communicating with the dead. So they were convinced that we were dead whilst we were talking to them as if they were dead. <laughs> so it was quite a, quite a strange, strange thing. <laughs> but um, 
most spirit that, that I do come into contact with, they do see people with a gift different because it's almost like a telephone box. I think they they draw upon their energy because I'm a great believer of of talking about energy rather than talking about spirit. Yeah. Because I'm a great believer that's what links us. It's not it's not so much that I'm sitting talking to someone's granny. It's that I'm communicating with the energy that that grandmother once had. So the reason that I can communicate with her is because I can use my energy to connect to her energy. And between that, we can then focus on, on proceeding with some sort of conversation, very much like a telephone. Um, so I think spirit, it's like a beacon because they can, they can, they can obviously feel our energy as well. So they can, they can sense that when someone's energy can connect to theirs and allow them aware that they're there and allow them to be able to communicate with me. So hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, that definitely works. <laughs> yeah. So. What what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do as well, Chris, if it's all right with you. I mean, I know you, you told me that you don't you don't do many podcasts, but obviously, we'll 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 do a, we'll do the show now. But because the connection is not great, uh, I'll also invite you back on another time as well if you want to come back on again at some point. Of course. Uh, and then obviously, because AJ will be on as well. I just need to say that uh, AJ hasn't been well, and he is. He's had to go to the hospital for something. I'm not sure. Oh. Uh, he hasn't been well, so obviously I want I want him to to be on as well because he has a few questions and stuff. So I yeah, well that's that's absolutely fine with me, Robin. If if we'll get in touch and we'll we'll arrange another date, um, yeah. and then we can we can do this properly. Um, I'll I'll make sure that I'm on my computer, so we'll have a proper proper <laughs> connection, proper sounds. <laughs> rather than all speaking like Daleks out of Doctor Who to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt's like that all the time anyway, so... <laughs> You're You're you beat me too. I was going to say that's usually my voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, AJ, if you're watching this, brother, much love to you and hope for a speedy recovery, brother. Yeah. Seriously. But, but we'll, get, we'll get that organized, guys. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Massive solar flares the next two days. Oh. I heard about that. I haven't, Ooh. so that's the first time I've heard about it. Yeah, but, there, there's a bunch of well, solar that could that could be interesting energy wise. It could be. So do do you still do you still do the the medium work? Yes. Yes. Um I do uh, oh sorry, I dropped off again there. Um I do I do do Still, still do my mediumship. Um, I'm obviously I've stepped back from Most Haunted a while back, um, but I do still I do still do mediumship and uh, person to person readings. I also do uh, a lot of ghost hunts, paranormal investigations, which I absolutely love because it means that I can get personal contact with fans of of the paranormal shows, which I absolutely enjoy because. Uh, you get so much enjoyment, so interacting with these guys and feeding off their energy as they feed off mine, and and we have some really good nights. Yeah, awesome. actually, that's not a bad. That's not a bad thing. That could be why the reception is on and off. 
Very possible. Ah, good point. The flares, I think yeah. you could be could be right. Very See, possible. not not just a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I did have another question. It's just gone. Matt, you go, and I'll get this question back. It's just completely gone. Fair. Um, so, so Chris, uh, one of the questions I always like to ask on my shows is what's one of your most memorable locations? What's one that just really sticks out and uh, why? Um, TV-wise, I would say probably there's a couple, that, but there was one which was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was called uh, Barclay Castle. Mm -hmm. And the reason it sticks out, nothing to do with being absolutely terrified or anything like that. It was the spirit connection that, that had got. And the guy was a bit of a joker. Anybody that knows me, I'm, I'm a bit of a joker myself. I like, I like a good laugh. I'm always, I'm always cracking jokes and taking the pee out of people. It's, it's what I do. Um, and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So... It's, and I think that's why I get such a good connection with this guy. And the, the weird thing was, he actually suddenly, everybody around a seance table got a, not just a fit of the giggles, but if anybody watches the show back, the tears were rolling down my face. The tears were rolling down the vet's face, everybody's face. We were, and what was happening was drawers were flying out of the table. And every time these drawers fell out, it went from people screaming to people laughing. And the more the, the drawers kicked out, the more the worse the laughter got. And at the end, nobody could talk. It was just the weirdest situation ever. And I think it was only something that my... It wasn't my second show in Most Haunted showing, but it was recorded, if that makes sense. Yeah. So after the show, they say, this isn't the kind of spirit you usually bring through, is it? <laughs> I don't think it's what we want every week. <laughs> um, but that was probably one of the weirdest. And another one was Carlisle Castle, which is just in the border between Scotland and England. So there's a lot of history there with the, the, the battles yeah, and the wars going on. Yeah, and there was a lot of fighting in that way, wasn't there? Between yes, yes, loads of it. So when I went there, at first the spirit weren't really want to communicate with me because I had a Glasgow accent. I was from Scotland, and there was a bit of a hatred going on there. And because apparently the Scots had taken over the castle and then they'd got the castle back, and I didn't think it was going to be a successful night, but it ended up we got loads of activity. They did eventually communicate. And at one point, we were all standing, and I turned round, and Leslie Smith, the historian, was beside me. So I turned round, I was looking at her, I turned round to look somewhere else, and Leslie was across the, the room. And I quickly looked round, and she was still there. And all this right. happened quite a few times to quite a few different people. And it was quite a freaky experience. And apparently this particular room in the castle was infamous for shapeshifters. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's nearly, it was, it was, it's nearly like cloning in a way, isn't it? Like the person's being cloned. <laughs> and then they're... Well, if you run into another consultant, run. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've, got, I've got two questions for you, Chris. Okay. Uh, the first one is this one. 
Do you have global premonitions? What have you seen and do you know what they mean? Global premonitions. Um, it's something I don't dabble in because for the simple reason, I think it's, this is, I'm not insulting them to hear, but I think it's too easy to fake. Mm. Um, no matter what you predict, it's going to happen somewhere in the world. Mm. There's earthquakes every day. There's mm. storms every day. There's floods every day. It's too, it's too easy to make yourself right. And I think really what, I think really what obviously, you know, without actually, you know, mentioning saying that, you know, there will be something, but do you actually have the premonitions, even though you don't want to say, do you, do yes, you I actually do. have? Yeah, yes, sorry. You? Yeah. If that was a question. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. But it's, it's something that I don't, uh, I, as I say, I, I don't need myself open to accusations of fakery. It's, yeah. it's something I'm very guarded towards. I always have been. Um, I don't like to tell things which are too easy for these wannabe hmm. parapsychologists to jump on their keyboards and start saying, well, I could say that, that it could be because of this or that. So the way that I work is I, I point it out myself. If yeah, I tell yeah. something, if I say, I'm telling you this, but I'll be honest with you, it's quite easy to, for anybody to come up with it. Um, and I'm yeah. not, but by that, I'm not saying every medium that does that or psychic that does that is faking. So please don't pick me up wrong in that. It's, I'm not insulting anybody. It's just something that, that personally uh, I, I don't like to do. But yeah. everybody works differently. It's mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other question I have from Anthony, great brother of ours, is what is your technique for the spirit board? My technique is simple. It's I know there's so much about blessing and turning the glass so many ways. Other people will say drip candle wax on the back and, and my technique is just open the thing up. It's <laughs> open it up, speak to spirit, make sure you've got a, somebody that knows what they're doing there, a medium, um, who can control what's coming through. If you've got someone who's in control of the spirit energy, there's no need for all that. Uh, it's okay to say bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah the wrong, okay. there, there's no need for all the, the dramatized bullshit. It's to me, it's there just to build up the atmosphere, uh, which is cool, which is good. But I don't think it makes any difference because I've heard people say it's evil, and I'll ask them, "Well, if it's evil, surely standing in a room asking spirit to do something is going to have the exact same reaction because you're you know doing what? the exact same thing." Do you know what? Just you saying that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I've actually been told, and it's, it's true when you think about it, when you do a spirit box session, right, where you mm -hmm. use an app on your phone, an SB7, whatever you want to use, you're effectively doing uh, a vocal Ouija board, really, aren't you? Yeah, really. of course you are. Yeah, yeah, so, course you are. You know, even though I won't use the board myself, but I feel more in control when I'm doing a spirit box because I actually feel that I'm letting through what I want to let through, whereas yeah. sometimes I feel that the board, sometimes it could be manipulated and something might slip through that you don't want. But yes. in, in, the, in the other way, 
I do think that people are right when they say that a spirit box session is basically another way of doing it, but it's vocally rather than yeah. It's, a, glass it's, it's, it's an electronic Ouija board. Yeah. Let's yeah. face it, a, a Ouija board, it, the, the name Ouija comes from, it's a yes, yes board. It's we, yeah. oui, French for yes, and ja. Yeah. Yes, again. And it's basically, when we'd strip all the razzmatazz away from it that Hollywood put onto it in the films in the 1980s, mm. it's basically a communication tool. And yeah. before the Hollywood movies took over and had it as a centre of evil, most families in Victorian areas had a Ouija board to use to communicate um, with spirit that they had lost in, in various wars. And it was a party game. It was a parlour game. It wasn't this big evil thing that it's made out to be nowadays. And children had them. Adults had them. Everybody had them. It was just something that you had a, a gathering and you would, you would try and communicate to great Uncle Albert. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> I think you said it 100%, and, I, and I've said it before too. It's a tool. A board, a spirit board is just a tool, and it's just yeah. like any other tool. You have to know how to use it properly. Mm -hmm. That's what it exactly. Comes. As long as you've got someone there who understands how, uh, how to control spirit, control the energy, and not allow anything negative to come through. Absolutely. So, sorry, not come through onto the board, but anything negative to then come from the board into the room. Um, it's Then you're okay because a medium can control that. They can allow the spirit to come forward. They can allow them to come into the room to communicate via the board. But if, if they try to do anything sneaky or or even evil or nasty, then uh, a medium can can really cut it off anytime they want. And I've done thousands of boards over God knows how many events, and I've never ever looked in the, the mirror of my car and seen Frankie from the castle beside me. Uh, Darn it. Because... Someone who's linked to a building, a historical building, they're there because they're connected to that building or they're connected to something that happened at the building. They're not interested in coming home with us to watch Coronation Street. They want to, they want to be where they are. They're interested in communicating with us because they, they, it's, a, it's a puzzle for them too. It's something that we're working on hand in hand with spirit. They're, they're not interested in possessing anybody and taking and going home with them. It's they've been there hundreds of years. They don't they don't want to? That's good. I love that. Well, Bert, guys, I have to get going. I have my I have an own, my own show to get ready for. Nando, I'm looking at you. Uh, Nando <laughs> and I are going to be doing um, a quick show for the Global Ghost Hunt here in a little bit, and then I got to get ready yep. for my show this evening. So, not a problem. I appreciate you coming on. Much love to it you. It was Brian. fantastic to meet you, Matt. You as well. Hopefully, too. we'll get to speak in the future. Oh, absolutely. We'll be in touch. <laughs> good man. Have a good night. Have, a, have a great night. See ya. So, love the guy. I've got two questions for you. He's a, he's a, he's a fantastic guy, Matt. Is honestly, he was, said, he, yeah, he'll help you out to no end. Honestly, yeah, really yeah well. I, can I can tell that he's got a lovely energy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a couple of questions I want to ask you. Uh, 
if you the first one is if you can or if you want to answer, you know, I mean, it's mm. no, but with with an Ouija board, I mean, if I if I do a spirit box session on my investigation, and I have that safety net, if you want to call it, in that where I feel that when 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 me and my mother in law who who's in the chat actually, uh, Chris Boyle. When we're on a location and I decide to do a spirit box, I feel fully in control and and so does she as to, you know, who comes through. If, if, I'm, if I'm trying to speak to a female spirit and there's a male that's speaking over it and I'd be like, right, sir, can you stand back and let the female speak? And you feel in control. Mm-hmm. But if you can answer this, is there any way... With, with an actual physical, what do you call a physical Ouija board, with mm-hmm. a glass stuff, where you can actually control who um, comes through, or how do you control who comes through, and can you put them to you know to the back? Unfortunately, we can't control who comes through. They're going. You, it's it's like opening up your door. And hoping something nice comes in. You yeah. don't know who's going to come off the street, through your door, and into your house. And that's, you, I won't lie, you, you, you're opening yourself up to that. And that's why I always say, do it with someone who has a gift. Um, and, I, and I mean by a, a proper gift, not, not mm-hmm. saying they've got a gift, but then things go wrong and trouble starts. Um, with the, the spirit box, I don't think you're inviting them in as much, which I think is where your safety net is, um, yeah. because you're listening to the, you're listening and you're listening for the voice to come through the the airwaves and control because electricity and sound waves is the closest form to spirit energy that there is. So that's why it's easy for them to communicate via that that particular instrument. So I think you've got that safety net because you at no point are you inviting them in. Yeah. You're there listening for them and then communicating with them. With a Ouija board, you are inviting them in. There's 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 no nice way to say that. Um but if you've got a a, a medium there who's in control of the energy, you're safe. You're very very, very safe. Yeah. Are are you are you still based in Scotland or are you based in England now? No, I'm based in Scotland. I uh, I love Scotland too. I would never I would never ever move away from Scotland. I love the country too much. Um, well, but... I'm not far from Blackpool. All right, okay, yes, I know it very well. Now there there used to be. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not, but I'm going to give this as an example because this is a question again that my mother-in-law in the chat has always asked me, and mm-hmm. I've tried because. I do have the gift, but I'm not as advanced as a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. I've tried to answer the question, really, and as much as I can, but out, out uh, towards the M6, there, there's a place, it was like the back of Blackpool, it was called Whittingham. Have you ever heard of it? I haven't, no, but I do I drive past that way very frequently. Right, well, do you know Garstang? Yes. Well, if you can pass Garstang, you're heading towards Preston, and mm-hmm. there's a, if you turn left, I think it is, and you head as if you're heading away from the coast, 
there was a there's a little village called Winningham, and there used to be a massive old mental asylum there. Okay. Um, right, it was abandoned. It was lying empty for years and stuff like that. And people used to go and do ghost hunts and stuff. But they've now they've they've flattened it a few years ago, oh. and they're building houses on it. Now, the question that she always asked me, and I tried the answer, was the spirits that were in that asylum, are they, they're basically then going to be the spirits in then new houses? Because as far as they're concerned, they're mm. still going to be living there like it was the asylum. Is that, is that the way you normally you find it goes? Spot on. 100% spot on. That's so why they're, on, flattened, they're not going to, they're not going to go with it. Sure, they're not. No, no they're not, they're not going to leave. No. They're, um, unless they're helped across, they're not going to leave. They're there. They're still seeing the scenery round about them, the building as their time. They're yeah. not seeing it as an old run-down house or building or mansion or castle. So when that building is taken away, they're, they're still connected to that land. Yeah, so they become attached to the land, basically, then, don't they? Of course they do, yeah. yeah. And that's what, even in investigations that I do, there's most of the time I'll be bringing through a spirit that are connected to the building. And I would say nine times out of ten, then spirit will start to come through and say, oh, well, I was actually here and it was a farm, or I was here and there was a tree here and I used to do this. And so they're, they're, they're still there, they're still connected. And it's the, yeah. so it's the exact same way. When that building's gone, those spirit are still going to be around. So then people who are moving into these brand new houses thinking they're brand spanking new are going to have a brand new haunted house. <laughs> they are, yeah. <laughs> they don't realise they've got a lodger. <laughs> I need to buy one of these, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, if you're doing this way quite often, like I say, you've got me on uh, Facebook. Hit me yeah. up sometime, we'll try and organise something because... There's it, it, sounds a plan. it sounds a plan. Yeah, at yeah. most of my events are in England, even though I'm based in Scotland. And the only reason for that is, I don't know why this is, but I feel, and you'll probably understand yourself, but I feel that round about your, your Nottingham and Derby and th these kind of areas, they're all big, big ghost hunters. Yeah. And then when you sort of move away from, from the Midlands, etc., you I personally find that you've not got the same, the, the, the same passion as... The people there have it just seems yeah. to be the, the, the epicenter of, of of the ghost hunting world it so does, yeah. and, and that's why i tend to, to base myself not base myself but doing most of my events down there because um it's and of the guests because that the, the, they've done it so many times that they're coming with a good attitude um I'm a big believer when I'm doing a ghost hunt. I like to make people laugh. I'm from I'm from Glasgow. It's what we do, and yeah. um, you're Irish, so you're the same. It's <laughs> it's what we it's what we do. It just comes natural to us. And um, and I'm a big believer of doing that on a ghost hunt because yeah. people. I'm not being disrespectful to spirit or to any of you guys, but I'm going to take the piss out of you because. It's, exactly. It builds up the energy. As soon as you start laughing, as soon as something's going on, you'll hear something behind you. And that's, that's it's almost as if spirit, they're using that energy, but at the same time, they're thinking, hold on a minute, you guys are here to see me. So I'm going to show you that. And they'll, they'll do something. 
and then bang, it's all started again. Whereas yeah. without laughter, that energy's gone, and it's replaced by boredom. In my my experience, because you get yeah. tired, you hit the wall that we all know about. You hit that wall, and if you've not got a a mechanism to boost your way through that wall, you're just going to give up. And if it and that's when it gets quiet. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, we we did a few up there actually. We did uh, the Edinburgh vaults. Yeah, done them a loads of times. Yeah. Um, and we also did the Mary King's Close. Yeah, done that a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, well, the Edinburgh Vaults, we did it. We, we were actually were on a tour of them. And they took us into the into the what they call the first room, like a, like a big room. And the guy was, obviously, he was all dressed up in his old clothes. And he was giving us this whole talk about, you know, what it was and stuff. And I, I remember, because I, I had my mother-in-law and my partner, uh, she passed away in January. But she was oh. with me as well. And Sorry to hear that. That's okay. It's okay. And we we were there along with with the rest of the people. And I turned to the the guy was talking. Everybody's listening to him. And I happened to turn. There was a gap in the in the people. And I looked over into the corner of the room, the dark corner. And there was a guy standing there, and he had like a cloak on and like a nearly like a top hat on, and he was just standing in the corner watching all of us, and. The guy who was actually this—this this was a spirit guy, by the way. Yeah, the, is this the Mr. Boots? Who was doing the tour? He says this room is renowned for a guy called the column the Watcher. Oh yeah, the yeah, Watcher. yeah. And I was like, "That's exactly who that is." I'm looking at now, and I, I was—I was nudging into him, going, "Look over there, look." And they're like, "You know, where, where?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You know, the, one of the frustrating <laughs> things that we have in this job." You know what I mean? Where you're saying, look at that, and people are going, that's right. Yeah, they look at you as if you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. But this, this guy, um, he, he was clear as day to me. He was just standing there, and he was just watching us. It's an ice-cold stare in his face. Just, yeah. He didn't move. He didn't blink. He didn't. He just stood watching. And then when he says, um, "That's the there's a watchman in here, and I, and I was like, that's exactly who that is. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm assuming that you... Because there's two sets of vaults. There's the there's um, the, you've got Mary King's Close, and then when you go down, it's a while since I've been up, and I've not got a good memory. But there's Blair Street vaults, which is That's more cool. like it looks like a wine cellar, an old old wine cellar, and caves. So you're walking through all these caves, That's and then the you, yeah, that that's that's um, Mister Boots, I think they call him. The, the name does sound familiar now you say that, but this guy was saying that people, it must be a nickname for him, the, the yeah, Watcher. Yeah, they call him the Watcher, watcher. that's right. That's right. Yeah. But, but as I, I'll be honest, though, I've, I'm the kind of person that I've got a terrible memory, so I make stuff up as I go along. So Mr. Boots probably isn't the name. I convince myself that I'm right, and I'm always wrong. I'm so. sure that ringing the bell from something, that does. Yeah, yeah, I've got a terrible memory. But it's definitely the watcher, you're right. He, he sits watching you, stands watching you, and I know exactly what room you're talking about, and I, I have seen him myself. He's yeah, quite, a, quite a menacing fig figure. Yeah, I mean, the only thing about it is that, that I don't like is it was, a, it was a tour, so it was like, you know, you, you got a little talk with him, and then you had to move on, you get a little talk, mm. and you have to... I like having my own time, you know what I mean? This guy's over in the corner watching me, 
I yeah. want to stand and communicate with them. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's like you're being ushered on. You know, next yeah. room. Next I've, I've never been on. I've never done a tour. I, I actually um, had had hired the, the the vaults out, so I did it overnight. Um, um, quite 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 a few times. Um, in fact, we we used to do. It was the dog charity. I can't. Um, that Glenn Acora is. I think Glenn's the. Is she the president of it, or I can't remember? But I did it as a favour to 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 Gwen. Um, I went and did the ghost hunt for for her, and then that was that was for, for the charity to to raise them the, the money for the poor wee dogs. And then I've done a few different ghost hunts there as well after that. So it's I can imagine what the tours would be like because it's numbers, isn't it? They just want you in and yeah. out. So they can they can get the next paying customers through. Exactly, exactly. But there is one place I'd love you to go to at some yeah. point and tell me what you think. And it doesn't cost anything. Okay. It's in, oh, it's just outside Glenrothes. Okay. It's called Thornton Fever Hospital. Have you heard of it? I haven't. No. Right. It's just a, I can't remember exactly where it is, but I think it's on Google Maps. It, it's when we were up there, we were looking for places to do, and mm-hmm. and I found this one. And when a when a when we pulled up, it was like there was wire fencing all around it, but there was gaps in it. We just we just stepped through. Yeah, and, uh, there was one sort of building. It would have reminded you of like a like an old pub and restaurant, and then behind it there was all these long like building, big corridors and stuff. But you could tell it had been a hospital at one point. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, you know, you walked you walk in, there was one of the rooms, and it was just like one single wheelchair sitting in the middle of it. You know, it was really, really creepy. And, it, you wow. Know, this was quite early on in my journey. So mm-hmm. I, at that time, I wasn't sort of the kind of one that would be like, right, I'm not moving from this room until I get something. Yeah. It, was like, <laughs> it was like, right, this is creepy. A couple of photographs, quick video. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. <laughs> but it's abandoned. It doesn't cost it. It's just lying. when I was there. It was just lying wide open. Oh, you, you need to send. You need to send me the the details oh, for that. That's yeah, a really interesting it. place. Yeah, it's a little town called Thornton. Thornton. It's just outside Glenrothes. I'll try and find the pin for you. Yeah, I'm sure I have it somewhere. Yeah, please. That sounds an interesting place. Yeah, it it reminds me of. I don't know if you've ever done um, Newsham. In Liverpool, yeah. yes. It's, have you done there? That's a fantastic yeah. place. It, it sounds like that, like obviously not as big as Newsham because Newsham is huge, um, but it, it does remind me of. It sounds very much like that, and Newsham's one of my favourite venues to do. It's such yeah. a. If if you're ever doing Newsham again, give mm-hmm. me a show and I and I'll I'll come down and, and go around with you because we went once to Newsham with a company i'm not going to mention their name but mm-hmm. uh, that they were they were useless absolutely useless we we booked it for the three of us again and we it was the last three places left mm-hmm. that was before it we booked it online mm-hmm. we turned up and they were standing outside with a manifest letting people in and they were like your names aren't on the list you can't come in you we like, yeah and we were like no we booked it last night and we had the actually show them the online receipt that we had so that they would let mm-hmm. us in. Now, they let us in 
and the crowd, we were all sort of sitting there in these chairs that were giving this talk before the start of it, and they asked, had anybody there any uh, spiritual medium qualities, anything like that? Any? Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law is sitting with me going, put your hand up, and I'm like, no, no, not yet, not yet, just leave it, yeah. just leave it. Nobody was, nobody was saying anything, and then all of a sudden, they were like, he is pointing to me. And they were like, <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, the thing is, they were like, all right, okay. And then that was it. Now, we went downstairs first to the corridor where all the little workrooms were. You know what yeah. I'm about? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly where you are. We were standing there at the bottom of the stairs beside the toilets. And <clears throat> we're standing, we were splitting a couple of groups, but our group was standing there. And the, it was complete pitch black. And they had one of these glue glue ball things I had on the floor and they were trying to get spirit to move it. And as we're standing there and, and the guy was, was asking for it to move and stuff like this, in the corner of my eye, I seen something move and I turned and this figure, and it was a, it was a lady. It was a, like a, they call him a sister, didn't they? It was a nurse. Yes. They call him yes. a sister. She, she had come in and she'd walk, she'd walk down the corridor and walked into the toilet. And I, I was like, I said, uh, excuse me. I was like, can I, someone needs to, there's a, a spirit's just walked into that toilet there. Am I, am I <laughs> to go in? And they were like, yeah, you carry on. Anyway. And, they went, and I was like, you're joking. I just, uh-huh. I just told you there's someone moved, walked in there and you're more wow. interested in getting this ball to move. I think, do you know, that's, that's one of the reasons I started doing. I, I, I run my own events now, um, and it, and it was one of the reasons, to be honest with you, Robin, because I was getting hired in by some companies, and you're at their hands. It's, um, and I don't like. I'm a big believer, like like I'm. I feel you. You are yourself the way you're speaking there. That when I do an event, I like to do a walk. I walk about at the start the way the guys see on TV. Let them see what's what's around, and after that, the guests are the, the kings and queens. It's yeah. up to it, the experience is for them. They're not they're not here to watch somebody else do it. I think it's so much more a buzz for someone if we ask, "Is them to get any names or anything or any images after we've told them what's there?" And then if somebody says, "Well, actually, I'm getting the name Lisa." And then somebody else, you can see their face and they're thinking, oh, I was actually getting Lisa. And it's such a buzz for them because they, they've then got that experience that they can, they can go home, they get the, they, they get the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The, they're hooked. They, they just, they, they want to do it again. Oh. They, they don't want to sit and watch everybody look how clever I am. I'm going, to, yeah. I'm going to show you this is what to do. Oh, I've just seen someone. No, 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 no. You'll see someone when I tell you that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's not like yeah. that. It's an investigation. Exactly. And they get the, they get the bug when they're like, like you and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's sort of it's enticing people to, you know, yeah, come on, come on an investigation. But, like, you know, don't make this your only one. You know, do a few of them, sort of compare what you get. and Of course. Of course, I mean, I, the ones that, that come on to my investigation, I'm lucky because they're fantastic people. They 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 tend to to go in quite a lot of the same with me, 
and there, there's no bad, there's no disruptive guests, there's no anything because they know when they get there, it's it's their night. I'm there to, and the team are there to to help them get an experience. We, we're yeah. not, we, we're there just to to give them our experience, give them our knowledge, but let them tap into that knowledge and get their experience. And that, and that that to me, it's it's what it should be about. It's 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 you. I would be bored watching somebody else do stuff because I would be thinking, mm-hmm. I don't actually give a shit, mate, <laughs> whether your ball moves or not. I actually that night we we're talking about. I actually could have went home early because yeah. it was it was that bad. Right, yeah. you're you're going to know where I'm talking about when I say this. The naughty boys corridor. Yes, yes, right. Yes, I do. They were telling us about the one little boy that had been locked in one of the rooms by the mm-hmm. Polish guy. And he'd been locked in there too long and he died. Okay. Right? I take it you've heard that story. Yes. Right. So our little group were up there. Bearing in mind, this guy had a manifest with everybody's name, vocation, everything on it, apart from ours. So he didn't know anything about us, right? Yeah. So he was like, this little door here, this little room is the one where the, where the boy was locked in and he died. He was locked in here too long. We're looking for someone if they want to go in here on their own and be locked in this room. Mm-hmm. Everybody just stood there and I went, I'll go. And <laughs> yeah, like, let me at it. He was like, anybody, anybody. And I'm like, I'll go. Anybody, anyone at all, anyone. Oh, right, okay, then you go, right? You're joking. Yeah, so then I goes in. He says, I'm going to lock it. I says, yeah, crack on, lock the door, turn the light off. Yeah. What do you want to do? I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I don't, <laughs> I don't you know what I mean? A man after one heart. <laughs> he closed the door. Ten minutes later, I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to them outside the door, and I'm thinking, you know, they're not even asking for anything to happen to me. You know what I mean? I'm waiting on the, you know... Uh, go into that room and, and, and whack him over the head with something. I'm sitting yeah, there. Thinking, right, yeah. Do your best yeah. job. You know what I mean? Touch him in a particular place. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and it's like, you know, nothing, nothing at all. So then I sort of knocked the door and he opened it and I was like, <laughs> Will it come out now? Yeah, okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I comes back out and we're standing again in the circle in this corridor. And he said, I don't know, you probably know this one as well. He says, the door at the very bottom, sometimes, and there's no wind or draft, tends to bang. Yeah, yeah. He says, what I want to do is, I want to, I want someone to go down there, and I want them to sit on the floor against the door with it shut. He says, and then if we'll try and get the door to bang, the person that's sitting will feel it going like that, and you'll know there's yeah. nobody there. Anyone want to go? And I'm like, I'll go. Anyone? <laughs> anyone Honestly, same again. Wow. Then he said to me, right, fair enough, you go down then. I went down the bottom of the corridor, sat down, didn't even ask for the door to move. Bloody hell, what's the point? Because he couldn't he couldn't read me. He read exactly. the I was just about, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And he's right. letting somebody that's jumpy. Yeah, he did an Ouija board. You know, in the downstairs kitchen? Yes. He was trying to call that the morgue. All right. And he was like, we'll do a Ouija board in here because it was the morgue, right? 
fair enough. I, just just crack on and do it. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, you know, he was he was saying, right, I'm getting it through here uh, about someone who has a military background. And one of the guys was like, yeah, I'm in the army. And I was like, but you, with the details that you have that you're reading out about people, you know that there's someone in the army. You know what I mean? So were they asking... Sorry to butt in, Robin, but were they asking people for their details? I, I don't know what they were asking for because I didn't. we didn't do it in time. Yeah. I don't honestly know. I'm not going to say yes, no. I'm not going to accuse anybody. All, no. all I can say from my point of view is that they seem to have a lot of inference. It could be complete coincidence, mm -hmm. but they... Yeah, they are. Even my mother-in-law says it was a right farce. It was. Right. They, wow. they, they seem to have, no matter what they said, someone in the group was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, you know, really what you're looking for as well, and and you're probably the same as me, in that you're actually looking for someone that, or, or nobody to answer a certain question and you think, Right. Well, okay. Well, maybe maybe I'm wrong, or I'm not. Maybe I'm not picking it up right. But that's definitely yeah. coming through anyway. And, yeah, you know, of course. Because you're going to have false positives. You know what I mean? Of course. And you and <clears throat> to me, if I was a guest at a ghost hunt, I wouldn't want somebody's granny or something. I would want the people linked with this building coming through. Yeah, that's why yeah. you're there. You're there to investigate the building. Yeah, because it, it, everybody it was, else, apart from one person who's in the army, don't give a shit. They yeah. they want to know who's who's connected with that building. Who are we investigating tonight? What's what's the backstories? What's the no, they, we want to know? We want to know what to expect. We we came away that night thinking that it was a fantastic building. It was definitely haunted because of what we all and we all experienced things in there. Mm -hmm. all three of us. Uh, it was definitely somewhere that we wanted to go back to again at some point, but we've just paid £69.99 per head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an expensive place. For a complete and utter, basically, shit show. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a shame. And I, um... Read that one. That's exactly it. It felt like they were all regulars with the, with the team. Right. So they, so they, 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 they knew them with the back of their hand. It's... Yeah. it's See, I can see both sides. It's a tricky one for a medium because if if you're very good, you've done homework because no matter what somebody tells you, you can go and find it. Of course you can. Um, it's We're in an electronic world now, but and if you're not good, if you don't bring enough through your shape, it's... <laughs> you, yeah, you yeah, don't, yeah, I agree. It, it's, a, it's a difficult one. For, for actually bringing stuff through, but at the for for a building for an investigation, they're not there for a a stage show. They're they're there for the spirits connected to that building. Because if you're just going to bring through, Charlie was in the army. And I think you were a nurse, and I think you were, was somebody was somebody a brickie. Um, you might as well just stand in their living room. Because exactly. what's the point of going to these fantastic locations 
when you're not connecting with the ghosts that are at the locations. It's it exactly. just seems it seems a bit counterproductive. And and it does I'll be honest, it does seem very arranged by the sounds of it. It does seem uh, I, I'm obviously I don't know who the group are. Um, I'll probably get attacked by them now, but <laughs> it's, yeah, it I'm does not sound them, so you don't you won't you won't get attacked by them. I'll not mention them. I know. I'm, I'm joking. I actually don't. I actually don't care. I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that cares. <laughs> but I tell you what, honestly, I, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring this day in shortly, and then obviously mm -hmm. get definitely get you back on again when AJ's on. But definitely. Honestly, when you're ever you're down this way, anywhere at all, doing them, mm -hmm. hit me up and let me know. I'll we will come along definitely. Fantastic. I'll let I'll let I'll I'll give you a wee message. I'll let you know um, yeah. the dates that I'm coming down, and we'll yeah, get something organised. We'll we'll go anywhere like that. You know, and, and it's with, when, it's with, when it's with reputable people like yourself. Yeah. You know I mean that that that's it. It just it was like I say, it was really really early in in our journey. We hadn't yeah. done mental investigations at all, and it was like when the opportunity came up, it was like, well, let's go and see what these what we call at time professionals, or yeah. let's go and see what what their investigating techniques are, and yeah, you know, and it was like you sort of nearly came away from it thinking, if if this is what it's about, what the hell am I even doing in this? <laughs> you know, I was going, yeah, I was going to say it's. I think unfortunately. There's so many companies now um, that it's kind of diluted and it's potluck a lot of the time unless you know, unless you've been rec they've been recommended by somebody, it's kind of potluck what, what, you're, what you're grabbing um, because it's so easy to set a website up or a Facebook page up or um, and buy a few gadgets. Um, it's And unfortunately, I think people that go to a company that aren't as maybe experienced, um, then what can happen is it puts the people off because they think, if that's what this is about, I'll watch it on telly because that was boring. Um, and I, I didn't pay all that money to watch somebody else do stuff. I didn't pay all that money to be, yeah, to be, to be herded about like, a, like some cattle. Yeah. Just in it for the money, we think. That's what we thought. They were just well, in it yeah, for yeah, with without with without a doubt. Um, and it's one of the reasons I tend to try and stay away from the more um, in inverted commas popular um, rinsed ones places because of the fact that um, they're the the go the, the price goes through the roof. And one of my part of my ethos is. I I want to give people investigations, but they don't need to get a mortgage to get a bloody ticket. Um, I like to keep my tickets, if possible, I like to keep my tickets about twenty nine ninety nine. Um, yeah. But every now and then, I like I've got one coming up in August that's thirty nine ninety nine. But it's I don't like to go into it to make loads of money. It's it's not what I do it for. I do it because I love I, I love the, the, the people. I love meeting meeting the people that, that that go to these investigations. I love chatting to them and hearing the experiences and um, what, what what their thoughts of different things are. Um, and that's that's what I get out of it. 
And I think, as you say, I think a lot of companies, because I see the prices myself, and I think, how the hell can people afford that? Four people going to a ghost hunt, you're talking 200-odd pounds sometimes. Yeah. And I'm thinking, if, you, if you're a regular ghost hunter, how the hell can you justify having to pay that? And and I think I think it needs reset a little bit the the full the the, the full ghost hunting industry get back yeah. to basics get back to yeah. just doing doing it for the reason we do it do it because we we watched it on TV as a kid or you watched cartoons as a kid that that, that entailed it and you're there just for the experience you're, you're there hoping to get scared, you're there hoping to hear a noise, feel a touch. Um, it's To me, that's what gets you you hooked. One little touch could seem like nothing standing about all night, but it's that little touch because you know, well, hold on a minute, this team haven't bullshitted. They've not went into every single room and they've been getting thrown off walls and bricks have been thrown and they've actually stood there They've called out, they've called out, they've called out, they've tried a board, the board's not moved, they've tried table tipping, and everybody gets nights like that. But, with the, but what happens is when they do get something happening, they're buzzing because they know they're leaving that night with 100% or 99% certainty it's not been manufactured by somebody wanting to make, make a name for themselves. And I, yeah. I'm, a big, I'm a big believer in that. I think we need to go back to that. We need to go back to to looking for the small things, not looking to see what happens, the kind of things you see on TV, because what people don't realise is a a ghost hunting show, if if there's adverts on that channel, it's 45 minutes. Take away the adverts, you've got 45 minutes, you've got the build-up to the venue, where they're talking to the historian, the medium, blah, 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 blah. You've that, so there's very little for the actual investigation, but that investigation's been filmed overnight. So what's what's happening is the the exciting bits are getting picked out. So when you when you watch it on TV, it seems as if oh look at they get they get everything happens, but what they don't see is that they're standing about a lot of the time waiting for something to happen. But yeah. obviously that's that's not going to make TV because people will be bored. Um, so I think it's just people understanding that, and and I think people once they do understand it and they start to really go regular, they start to see it as what it is—an investigation. It's it, it's not so much a scare factor; it's an investigation. It's the, it's that buzz that you get. And you don't get me wrong; you do want a fright, you do want to be scared, but you want to be scared knowing that bloody hell, what was that? And wake up in the morning and think, I still have no idea what that was. I want that to happen again. And yeah, to yeah. me, that we need to get back to that. We really do. We need to forget. You know what it's like as well, though. As you know, I, I'm. I agree with what you said 100 percent about the the money situation. You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to be paying 50, 60, 70 pound a head when you're no. going and doing these. But the thing no. is, if if you do pay that, and and you get a shitload of activity. Yeah. You, you, you'll, you'll come out of that thinking, right, well, it was expensive. But, but it was worth it. I've just justified that by what I've actually mm-hmm. got. But mm-hmm. then if you go in there and pay 70, 80 pound a head and it was a complete farce like we were on, 
You're yeah. thinking to yourself. You, you, you feel cheated. Yeah, you feel cheated. Uh, and that's the problem because it's a, a catch-22. And that's why I don't blame the, the big companies for when it's a big venue because these venues charge a lot of money. Um, they're like one, two, three thousand pounds higher fee. Um, so they're trying to, the companies then need to try and get that back. And it's, it's a really fine juggling act to try and make that work. And that's why I tend to to look for hidden gems that haven't been discovered. They've not been over investigated. People are paying what I'm what, what I'm roughly what I'm paying to, to to hire the venue, which I agree with the the, the the owners. And everybody's having we're not having every single night's exciting, but we're all having a good time. It's yeah. w- w- whether it's because oh, I've laughed my socks off, or I was scared stiff, or it's it's a different experience every time. We just don't know what's going to happen, what to expect, and Absolutely. that's what it should be. It really, it really, really should. Absolutely. Well, Chris, I want to thank you very much for coming on. I it's been my pleasure. I've really enjoyed chatting. I once before, and there was uh, there was something come up, but like, like I say, even through the technical difficulties that we had this time. We'll still manage to, to pull the show off. So yes, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I'll obviously I'll stay in touch with you. I'll get yeah. you back on again. Uh, about and like I say, when you're whenever you're down this way at all for any kind of a ghost hunt, mm-hmm. hit me up. We'll we'll definitely Certainly. come down. Without with, without a doubt, I shall I shall do that, Robin. I'll I'll give you a, a wee message either tonight or tomorrow, and I'll I'll let you know the dates that I'm coming down. And we'll get something yeah, organised. No problem at all. I and we'll we'll uh, we'll do our best, obviously, to to come along and perfect. Sounds a sounds a sounds a plan, and I'll definitely come back on. I've really enjoyed it, and yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it with without any glitches, <laughs> without <laughs> me without me holding a phone like that. <laughs> um, Before you go, do you want to shout out any of your? Uh, Anything that you have, any websites or anything like that you have? Um, I don't. I don't really do a website anymore. I just I tend to communicate with people over my Facebook um, because it's more it's more personal. People, um, if they want to ask me something, they message me or they, they post on my wall, um, and that's where I, that's where I advertise all my ghost hunts. That's where I chat to people and have a laugh with people. Um, it tends to be through through my Facebook. Um, the next ghost hunt I've got coming up is in August. That's in um, at this moment. I'll, I'll probably book something before then, but it's in Derbyshire, and it's a an old Edwardian school that I've managed to find, and it's a really big building. And there's a lot of um, sad episodes connected to the building. For example, the man. It was a private school. The man that that set it up he passed away and passed the school on his son one day his son left the building as he did every day and that was in the 19 early i think it was it was the early 1900s i'm sure but i could be wrong um and he was never seen again nobody knows what happened to him he just left the building never came back and there's lots of tragic stories like that linked to this building um, 
and it's it's well known for being haunted amongst the, the local village. So it's one that I'm really looking forward to. And if anybody's interested in that, just um, come and chat to me on Facebook. And yeah, my mother in law just said, obviously, your Facebook's under your own name. It is, yeah, because yes, that's where yes. I found you anyway. So yes, it is, yes, yeah. it's under, under my own name. So just for um, I, I don't know if I can write it on chat. Um, I think it's just, yeah, just Chris Conway. It's under. Yeah, so just friend requests when he'll add you. And yeah. what we're going to do as well, Chris, uh, either tonight or tomorrow, is I'm going to send you the names of a few places that I've I've found uh, around sort of uh, Lancashire and there's even one in Lincolnshire and stuff like that. Oh, I do really uh, appreciate that. And then obviously you can you can sort of maybe I don't know whether you'd be able to put the feelers out for them or not. But the, the yeah, without, without a doubt, I'd really appreciate that, Robin. That'd be fantastic. Well, do but like I say, I will stay in touch with you anyway. Yeah, please uh, do, please do. Yeah, definitely, absolutely, and uh, we will have you on again. Uh, yeah, I look, for, I look forward to it. I think we're booked up until probably the end of May, so maybe June of us, all right? Yeah, June's perfect for me. Yeah, no Perfect problem at all. Me. We'll get so, that organised. We'll, we'll see you again in uh, in June, but I'll be in touch anyway. I'll stay in touch with you. Yeah, please do. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Robin. Thanks, Chris. Take, take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Lovely guy. Lovely guy. I've I've, I've been friends with him for quite a bit now on Facebook, and uh, yeah, he's. He's a really good guy, so do look him up and do try some of his uh, ghost hunts out. You'll not be disappointed, definitely not. Uh, just want to shout out, Global Ghost Hunt is starting in May. Uh, we've got the first one in May coming up, and then there's one in October. Globalghosthunt.com, check it out. Check the website out. Honestly, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, but for now, from little old lonely me... Robin from Halfram Paranormal and Talking with the Source. It's goodbye, and we will see you again tomorrow evening. We have Heller Madison from Kindred Spirits. And anyway, if you if you want to watch, just Google her. She's been on a few different uh, TV programs, so she's on tomorrow night. It's a special show. So we will see you then. Bye for now.